And I know orientation was where you start to get acquainted with all your fellow classmates. And I think I kind of went in expecting that we'd be, or we would make friends right away. And I know it was just me and you, like, for most of the time. And even when, after orientation, when school started, it was me and you for the longest time. Oh, I remember we just sat in the back table for Yeah, we sat in the back table, like, just us two, because we've known each other since high school. So I think we just automatically feel comfortable with each other. And, like, the first, I think it was the first half of the first semester, right? For sure, yeah. That we just hung out with each other. We would study with each other. We wouldn't really talk to anybody else. And not that because, not because we didn't want to talk to anybody else. I think we were just shy, scared. Yeah, I think everyone kind of found someone. So you and I were lucky that we came in with somebody. Yeah. It was really, it made it easy coming into such a new environment, especially like, you know, this professional program, already knowing someone, like you're going to go through it with a really good friend. And I think everyone kind of found someone those first few weeks and just stuck to them for those few first few weeks in school until we all kind of started mingling yeah until we all felt or started feeling comfortable with each other because I think all of us started to realize that we're gonna see each other every day so Mm -hmm. might as well just you know start talking to each other Mm -hmm. and I know me and Chris started to branch out one day was when we met Athena and Christy our besties our besties I don't even know how it happened to be honest or how they even started talking they invited us to lunch one day yeah, they invited us to lunch one day. It was so random, right? We were just walking out of the building. I don't even know. I think, yeah, you and I, I think we're going to go out because it was one of those days that I think we had Spanish later. Oh, yeah, we had Spanish later. And then they asked us, I think Athena asked us, she's like, hey, me and Christy are going to go to Olive Garden. Do you guys want to go? And we said, yes. I still have the picture from that day. Oh, yeah, me too. on my be real. Yes. And that's how we became friends with Christy and Athena. And ever since then, it's been us four. And we've adopted Amelia into our table as well. (laughs) She's very friendly, very nice. But that's to say that in orientation, you're going to think you don't know anybody. And you might not know anybody. But again, like we said, like you guys realize you guys are stuck together for the next four years. In a good way. That sounds bad. But in a good way. And then you guys, like you all start knowing each other. Yeah. And it's okay to like branch out and try to talk to people I know in the beginning, it feels like everybody's a little standoffish, but I think we're all scared and we're all nervous to meet new people and we're all nervous for the new experience. So just don't be worried if the first two weeks of orientation are not what you imagine them to be like. It's just you like getting acquainted and then it's exciting because it leads up to your white coat ceremony. And I think the white coat ceremony for me was where it felt real and I just, mm-hmm. it was such an honor, I think. And something... So something to expect during your orientation weeks is that you're going to meet your ambassadors or your mentors. It's basically upperclassmen that are there to help you. All P1s are going to get one. And I know I'm going to be one, and I think it's next, what's today, the 8th? Today's Tuesday? So next Tuesday on the 15th, they're going to have every all of the mentors come in to meet those that they're going to be helping out. So... It's kind of very reminiscent of like our high school. Everybody knew everybody from all grade levels. And it's just because the pharmacy school itself, it's all contained in that building. Yeah. And then they're going to tell you this a million times. You're never going to hear the end of it. Pharmacy is a very small world. So Very small. Like, you'll be like, oh, I'm working with this pharmacist. And then some instructor will be like, oh, yeah, like I used to work with them in the past. And then another student will be like, I did a rotation with them. Yeah. So it's crazy. 
I guess now talking about like orientation and stuff, Chris, can you like take me through some of your day, like your daily basis while in pharmacy school? Shall I say? A daily routine. Like once we kind of got it established? Yeah, once we got it established, what was your daily routine like on a Monday through Friday basis? Or if you just had one really busy day that you want to give an insight to? So my, I had some priorities when it came into pharmacy school. I have always told myself school is a priority. So it took time to kind of get my family and friends to understand that. And I've told you this before, but people, a lot of people don't understand pharmacy school or med school or whatever school you mm-hmm. want to put within until that blank until they're in it, right? So a lot of, like, you would hear the excuse a lot of, like, we don't see you anymore and stuff, but it's like, you don't, we're under a lot that we have to do. So it's kind of like, I have to put school first. Yeah. So school was one of those priorities. Uh, I wanted to stay active. So I wanted to keep going to the gym, kind of having that active lifestyle. And then I still wanted to, in some way, prioritize a sort of work-life balance. So still have a social life. Okay. So I wanted to figure out, like, how can I still go to the gym? I figured out for me what worked best was going before class. He was crazy for that, guys. I don't know how he does it, but I'm going to try to do it this year, hopefully. If you want a wake-up call, I will give you a wake-up call. But I warn you, I give you no mercy. I know. Like, I will call until you wake up and answer the phone. I know. Anyways, tell us, <laughs> tell us your morning routine then. So the way it would normally happen is, for me, the latest I would go to bed was like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And I would wake up at about 4.30 in the morning. And I would make sure I was at the gym by 5. These were the days. So for context, these days were when we had class starting at 9 a.m. And I live far east side. So also I had to take into consideration traffic and stuff like that. So that's why I would go to the gym so early. I'd get there by five, do my workout. It takes about an hour and a half maybe. Mm-hmm. Come back home, like shower, make breakfast, get ready. And I would be out of the house by eight. Give myself an hour to, to, get, to get to class. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. So those... Even then, if I wanted to leave by 8, I didn't necessarily need to allocate that much time. But I don't like rushing in the morning. Yeah. Because if I'm rushing, I get stressed out. So I'm just like... That's where we're opposite because I'm always rushing in the morning. But I'll tell you a little about that right now. (laughs) I forget things if I'm rushing. So so get to class, go to class, right? I would even make lunch the night before. So I didn't have to worry about that in the morning. For a while, I stopped doing this. But for a while, I would set out my outfits the night before just so anything I didn't have to worry about in the morning was more time I had to get ready and stuff. Mm -hmm. But by doing that, I made sure that after class I was always available if we wanted to study, if maybe any of our upperclassmen were holding like tutoring sessions, I could go, or if I could help at work somehow, like on Fridays when I would work in the afternoon, Mm -hmm. I was available. So I could still be getting that exposure in the pharmacy, but also, you know, still be making money because unfortunately that is something we have to do. Yeah. So that's kind of how my daily life would go. And would you say like with your daily life that you had enough time to study? Because I know when I met that certain P1, he was very concerned about um, not having enough study time, especially having a job. I think, so have a job, yes, but don't count on having a full-time job. A full-time job but you think that we could still work 
for sure you can still work depending on the person right right yeah i think time it comes down to time management yeah you have to figure out a schedule that works well for you Mm -hmm. And, and even for me i might be exposing myself sorry instructors but in class i would sometimes be studying for other classes but i mean it's what worked for me yeah well i guess it is all about finding like what's best for you because no i think no two people are like in pharmacy school you can have similarities but like whatever works for you is gonna work for you you know how would your daily life go my daily life was crazy i feel (laughs) like my first year i feel like my first year overall was just really wild huh first year first semester the first whole first year i feel like i was really busy yeah that's true you did a lot but you know you did really good with it i you held on held on for (laughs) sure i did have some breakdowns throughout the year but so i would say my daily or weekly because every day was different so monday wednesday and fridays were the same and then tuesday and thursday i had a little more time to relax except when i got to spring semester which is when basketball season started at school so Majority of the time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I would have practice in the morning with the dance team. So fall semester, it's obviously football season, volleyball season. And then in the spring, it was basketball season, which is very, it's a very, we're all, we're busy all year round. Basketball season seemed very, like there's just games on random days, I remember. Yeah, basketball season, they're mainly games on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Wednesdays, and we do men and women games. Yeah, I remember. I was like, <sighs> yeah, they were always helping me out. So for during football season or throughout the whole year, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we would have practice at 7.30, and obviously it, it ran from 7.30 to 9.30, but obviously since we had class start at 9, I had to leave, so I would leave um, practice around 8 30 so I can get into my car and then I would drive to the pharmacy building Mm -hmm. and I remember the first um couple weeks of school when me and Chris didn't know that we didn't have to dress business casual I would change into a business casual outfit every day remember it was a daily routine y'all we would like walk into the building I'm like all right give me the water bottle give me the backpack he would hold all my stuff for me while I change and I'm pretty sure people would look at me like what the you know (laughs) But that was the first couple of days. But then after that, I just stopped changing. I just stayed in my practice clothes for those days. And then um, for the most part in the fall semester, practice and stuff worked out because football games are on Saturdays. So I didn't have to allow a lot of time during the week for that. Mm-hmm. So after practice, we would go to class. We would have lunch, you know, the usual and the job that I had at the time, I just put in my two weeks actually, was a tutor at an elementary school. And it was for an after school program. So the program would run from, I think we were allowed to get there from 1.30 to 6.30. But most of the time I would just go when we got out of class, um, which kind of made me lose a lot of study time, especially since it was right after class. So the program ran from that t- those times 2.30 to when the kids got out of school, I think it was around 2.45 to 6, 6.30 when the kids are getting picked up. And although I lived only 10 minutes away, by the time I got home, it was already like 7. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I showered and ate dinner, it was already 8. So I feel like that took a lot of study time away from me. Um, but I still managed to do it um, mm-hmm. with the help of Christopher and Christy and Athena. 
Um, but yeah, it was still manageable. On the weekends, I was still busy. I had games to do while still having to do rotations during some of the weeks. I remember you would even be studying at the games, no? Yeah, I would study like before the games. Or like sometimes I, I know I had to miss a couple of basketball games because um, during the spring semester we had so many like ippies. Like we had mm-hmm. rotations, you know, we had tests, we had oskies, and during um, not football season, during basketball season, the games were on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I remember missing a lot of practice time, but I'm so grateful that my coach was lenient because um, they would send out the videos and I would learn the dances on my own. That was super impressive. Yeah, I would learn the dances. Sometimes there was one time that I learned the dance the day of the game and I was still able to perform because I don't, my coach was very flexible with me and she gave me that op- many opportunities to, to still perform and do what I loved, you know? And also spring semester was also busy because we went to nationals Mm -hmm. that was wild like we still had nationals practice and we ended up winning a national title everybody but i guess i'm just trying to say all this in my daily life you know i would go to sleep uh also around 11 12 and i wouldn't work out like chris nobody come at me but my workouts (laughs) were going to practice and you know trying my best and i think what we want to come out of this episode is that as a P1 or as a pharmacy student, it's still okay to be involved and you shouldn't shy away from being involved because it looks good on your resume, your CV, you know? And it can be an escape too. It's encouraged. Yeah, it's also an escape. I mean, I know some of the organizations held events, like they would have like the social night at Rubik's or Mm -hmm. they would have movie nights here. Or like game board night or just stuff to get social. And I know a lot of incoming students are scared that it'll jeopardize their studies. But I think what we want to come out of this is that it's okay to do what you love. And it's okay to involve yourself in extracurriculars because it gives you an outlet. And it's good to learn how to keep a schedule, how to be able to multitask, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think it's a good outlet. I think it just depends on how you organize your time because with Chris working and me working and still having, being able to be on the dance team and perform and have as many opportunities as I did, um, I think we were still able to make it through. But as the years get harder, you know, you learn how to manage that time a little better. Like, yeah, you have to give up some things, but that doesn't mean you have to give up everything. Mm-hmm. I don't remember during our orientation, I know we had a speaker that, I'm sorry that I forgot her name, but she, she's the one who kind of brought up that she did some project in Paris. Mm-hmm. And she was telling us, basically telling us, like, keep that work-life balance. Like, mm-hmm. if you're too stressed, whatever it is that you love to do, whether it's drawing or going to the gym or mm-hmm. rock climbing, whatever the heck it is, give yourself time to do that. Because, I mean, you need that escape. Yeah, I, I think you definitely do need that escape. And I remember my parents always telling me, and I'm talking about dance, but I really, really love to dance. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, well, why are you doing it? Like, why are you still working? Why are you still in dance if you're just stressed all the time and you're, like, managing your time? But I feel like they just didn't understand that it was my escape, mm-hmm. you know? Um, maybe, yeah, I was a little stressed, and but I enjoyed being there, and I enjoyed being in the moment. Right. And enjoying the things that I liked. Because I remember you were excited for, like, every dance that was coming up, or especially nationals. Like, you were excited. You always showed us every dance that you guys were practicing. Yeah, and I'm so grateful that the school as well was very flexible with me. I told them my situation. I spoke to my teachers. I spoke to Miss Ramos in the front. 
they approved all my time off that I needed and it was excused and I had no issues. All the instructors worked with you? Yeah, all the instructors worked with me. Um, I remember Dr. Navi asking for the video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were all so supportive. And I think that's one thing that I really like about the pharmacy school that we're going to is that it's very small, but it's very, it's a very supportive community, I would say. For sure. Yeah. On the point of flexibility, how you said, because like the school is flexible, but in terms of just daily life for us, there's no cookie cutter. Yeah. So like what we're explaining, that's how we did our daily life. But I think the key is that you just have to be, have flexibility in your schedule and be ready to adapt. Yeah, be ready to adapt. Have friends that are going to be there for you. Have a good family system. Even if you don't, you can make friends here at school. Um, Don't be afraid to talk to P2s, P3s, P4s. Like, get that. Yeah, we all get it. So we're here to help. Yeah, like, make those connections. And I think that's something that I wish I knew sooner because I know a lot of friends that we've made that are in a in a grade level above us have helped have helped us a lot and have guided us Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's um well like just some tips really quick i think you're gonna try to find like a single way to study there's no single way to study it's gonna vary by the class and i think it's very individualized as well depending on how you learn as a student but that can complement others so we found out that like Athena's charts are really helpful. My mnemonics could be really helpful. Um, I have a really hard time remembering things. And (laughs) what helps me is Chris tests me and he won't move on from that topic until I answer his question correct. Yeah, so like that's another method, test each other. Yeah, and I think that helps us both because I'm being tested and trying to remember. And while Chris is asking me, he's also remembering the information that he's asking me. Mm -hmm. And I know he saved many of us on tests before because... (laughs) The type of questions he asks, um, they end up asking it on the exam. And I'm like, Chris asked this right you before. You think of everything. Yes, he literally thinks of everything. So if you're to study with anybody, study with somebody like Chris. <laughs> but yeah, just be flexible. Be, be optimistic. Adapt, especially in rotations. Out of respect for the preceptors, you're working with their schedule. Exactly. They're not working with yours. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's good to... Like, for example, I think at the beginning of the semester, they give us a schedule, right? For yeah. like when you're scheduled to go. Mm-hmm. When they tell you reach out in advance, reach out so you can make changes as you need to. Yeah, I, I would just say our biggest tips going into pharmacy school are being flexible, being optimistic, finding a good study group, a good friend group. And even if you don't, like, don't be afraid, afraid to reach out. What else? And talk just, to those in your life that aren't in pharmacy school it's gonna be really hard to be spontaneous Mm -hmm. so if you just talk to people like i had to tell my friends or if you're dating anyone any family members whatever tell them just like let's say they want to plan a movie night or something Mm -hmm. just tell them like tell me a few days in advance so i can make sure i'm up to date on what i need to study or you know i can i know it's coming up rather than oh hey we're doing this tonight move everything like you can't drop everything yeah communication is key exactly and yeah i think that was basically all the tips that we can give we hope we didn't scare you but it's gonna seem hard at first but you'll get the hang of it and i think just giving you an insight into our daily routines will give you a little bit of hope that you can still do the things that you like while being in pharmacy school and still being able to do good in pharmacy school like life doesn't end in pharmacy school 
Right. And we're here. I mean, we're all in the same building. So if you see us, need any help, ask us questions. Say hi. Me and Chris are very friendly, very goofy, (laughs) very us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's all we have for today. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We shall see y'all hopefully on Um, the first day of school. uh Uh-huh. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye, y'all. Do a little little cut. A little cut. No, no. Bye. Bye.